it's time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network, get ready to rise and walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. All right, folks, and good afternoon. To, uh, thank you for all of you tuning in right now, the Guadalupe Radio Network in South and Central Texas. Woo-hoo-hoo. Happy Easter. I should have started off with that. Hallelujah. He is risen. And uh, I love, love, love this time of year. It is so exciting and so beautiful. And uh, Holy Mass during the Easter Triduum is such a, uh, just an awesome time uh, to be alive. Uh, I love it, in case you haven't picked up on that already. Um, I'm looking forward to today's interview uh, very much, because at this time of the year, it continues to just be so incredible. Uh, the theme of today's show is Divine Mercy, with of course, this coming Sunday, we celebrate the Feast of Divine Mercy. Uh, I think I can call them my good friends, Dave and Joan Maroney, Mother of Mercy Messengers and Divine Mercy for America and all other things. We'll get right to that. Um, our, our guest today, uh, I'm flying solo today because Julie had something else she needed to attend to. Um, but I think with what's going on right now, Divine Mercy is just the perfect fit. And, and you'll see as we get into it. So let's get right to our prayer. And if you'll join me, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. And this is an ancient prayer to St. Joseph. O St. Joseph, whose protection is so great, so strong, so prompt before the throne of God, I place in thee all my interests and desires. O St. Joseph, do assist me by thy powerful intercession and obtain for me all spiritual blessings through thy foster son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, so that, having engaged here below thy heavenly power, I may offer thee my thanksgiving and homage to the most loving of fathers. O Saint Joseph, I never weary contemplating thee, and Jesus asleep in thine arms. I dare not approach while he reposes near thy heart. Press him in my name and kiss his fine head for me, and ask him to return the kiss when I draw my dying breath. O St. Joseph, patron of departing souls, pray for me. Amen. St. Anthony de Padua, pray for us. Our Lady Guadalupe, pray Pray for for us. us. St. Joseph, terror of demons, pray Pray for for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, Uh, just to catch up on a few things, because we were off last week. Uh, We always take the Monday uh, after Sherathon off, so I want to thank all of you that called during our most recent spring Sheraton dedicated to celebrating St. Joseph, of course, during this year of St. Joseph. And we also celebrated our, the beginning of our 25th anniversary of La Promesa Foundation, parent company of Guadalupe Radio Network. Again, thank you for all for calling in and praying for the success of the Sheratons, all the volunteers that made it happen, all those that offered up matching gifts, uh, the volunteers that, that helped us prior to the Sherathon, and then, of course, those that called in. Uh, it just It took so much to make it all happen, and you all were awesome, and we were able to hit what we needed to hit to keep going. So God bless you all. And uh, I, I had the wonderful opportunity, I should say, to add this morning of interviewing uh, Jeannie Knotts, who won the Mercedes-Benz, the car raffle that we, that we hold every January and February. And man, I learned so much. What a... What a the one compliment or comment, I should say, that I've been hearing from everybody who knows of Jeannie uh, from the area said that there couldn't have been a more perfect person to win that car. She is the nicest of people, and uh, I, I concur. She's awesome. 
Uh, but with that, let's get right to our guests. Uh, again, I wanted to introduce to you Dave and Joan Maroney from, am I saying it right, Mother Mercy Messengers, or is there some way I need to do it? You're Tell right. me. That's, That's it, right. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. I mean, it's, how long has it been since I've seen you all? Well, it's probably been longer than we think. You know, how time <laughs> goes by. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Can you catch me up to date on what's going on in the Divine Mercy, do I say world? Because, you know, this, this coming weekend is Divine Mercy Sunday. And with COVID, I'm thinking, sure things have changed for you and, and things that you all have done. Um, I want to ask you all where, where you all started. I mean, there's so much to get caught up on. But where would you like to start off at today? Well, I think, you know, let's just dive right into the feast of mercy, uh, the great celebration coming up this uh, Saturday vigil and uh, Sunday, and it's uh, you know it's not new in the church. It's uh, it's all wrapped in with the the resurrection, the octave of uh, of Easter, and uh, and you know the gospel readings on uh, Divine Mercy Sunday, the Feast of Mercy, uh, say uh, on the evening of that first day which is hearkening back to Easter Sunday. They're saying gotcha. on that night, Easter Sunday night, the disciples had gathered, and uh, they were in remorse. They had uh, ran away, and their Savior had been crucified. They didn't know what was going on, and all of a sudden, he's there with them, and he says, Peace to you. He brings his love and, and his mercy, not his condemnation that they deserted him on the cross, but his love and his mercy. And so that's what the Feast of Mercy is all about, is we ourselves have turned our backs on Jesus. Uh, the Feast of Mercy, you know, we celebrate the resurrection, and then we're right now we're in the octave of Easter, with the concluding day of the octave of Easter is this coming Sunday, and that's, uh, that's the, the Feast of Mercy. So we all open our hearts to our loving, uh, the tender heart of Jesus, and we invite him in, and we say, Jesus, I'm sorry for all of my sins, and please forgive me. And he will. He is there. Of uh, He is love and forgiveness itself. I love the quote. Is it John Paul II? St. John Paul II, I should say, who said that mercy is love's second name. Did I get that right? No? Yes? No? <laughs> Maybe not. Oh, well. I've heard that said before. So I'm sure. I know all these yeah. quotes. Yes. He said so many beautiful things about um Divine mercy. I know one one of my favorite. He said, "There's nothing mankind needs more than Oof. divine mercy," and it's true. And especially you know nowadays, every year we say we we need it, <laughs> we need it more now than ever. We need it more, more now, but it's true. Every but it's true day. because the evil is so prevalent. His you know amped up so much. But as Saint Paul teaches, you know, and we all know that where sin abound, abounds, grace abounds even more because we have a loving God, a merciful God. And just as all of us, I was the other day thinking, you know, a parent, he doesn't want to see his children hurt. He doesn't want to see him run into the street and get hit by a car. He doesn't want his children, you know, a, a loving father he, to look down and see how mankind has been deceived, walking in darkness. There's so much confusion. He doesn't want us aborting our children, you know, and taking their lives before they even have a chance to, to see daylight. He doesn't want those that are born to be abused and neglected and to be trafficked. He doesn't want to see our teenagers led into drug abuse so that the rest of their lives, I mean, people that are living on the streets and they're, they're, we have friends, you know, that have children that have fallen into drugs that are away and they're gone. I mean, God doesn't want any of this stuff. He doesn't want any of this evil. 
And he wants to heal us, forgive us, and bring us back home. And so this is why he says on this day that all the floodgates through which grace flow are open. Everything is open. So for those of us that are familiar with the diary of St. Faustina, what Jesus came to to tell her, which has been the teaching of the church, what Easter is all about, you know, on Easter, what do we do? We renew our baptismal promises, right? Mm -hmm. And what do we say when we do that? Do you renounce Satan? Do you renounce all his pomps, all his tricks, all his ways? This is what we do on Easter week, on Easter Sunday, we do that. And so by renouncing the evil, that's what we have to start with ourselves. Every one of us needs to look at our hearts. It's really easy to look out and see, you know, the drug pushers, the the, the evil politicians, the, all the bad that's out there. But look at ourselves first and say, what do I need to clean up in myself? What do I need to renounce? What do I need to do? And when we sincerely do that, which we make that step on Easter, we're also blessed with that holy water. We renew our baptismal promises. And what happens to us when we are baptized, if you're baptized when you're 60 years old, you know, no matter what you've done in the past, as long as you are repentant, as Jesus says, you know, and you try not to sin anymore, we're going to, we're sinners, but we're at least trying not to. We try to leave that lifestyle behind us and all that past. You know, all of you, you get a, a, a new soul, basically, all your sins and all your punishment. This is the same gift that Jesus gives us on the Feast of Mercy. He says, as long as you're repentant, as long as you're sorry, as long as you want to do better, and I will forgive everything, all of our sins and punishment. And then, so for us Catholics, we show that by going to the Sacrament of Reconciliation, by going there to admit our sinfulness, hearing that we've been forgiven, and given the grace by God to overcome those sins in the future. If you're not Catholic, as long as you are repentant, you make a spiritual, you you can still, we're all called to repentance, and even for us Catholics, because how many of us go to confession, if you're going to confession, and you can go on a regular basis, but really not be repentant, really not have that sorrow for your sin. It starts with what's in our hearts. Our, our mentor, Father Seraphim Michalenko, mm. God rest his soul, who passed yes. away in February, would teach that, you know, you've got to have that repentance in your heart. And then when you do that and you renounce Satan and you admit you're a sinner, now you open yourself up. Now God can come in. And through the, the grace that we receive in baptism, that healing water that strengthens us, his blood that gives us life, Now he can live in us, and when we receive him into our hearts and our souls, this is where he says, all of your sins and all of your punishment. And again, for us Catholics, how do we receive Jesus into our our, hearts and our souls? First of all, we have to do that spiritually. And second of all, we do it by receiving him, his body, blood, soul, and divinity in in the Holy Eucharist Mm. and Holy Communion. But again, how many of us Catholics... (laughs) Go to As I think it, you're saying it. I'll let you go. Yeah, we don't. And Jesus complained about that. He said they they come to me and they're they're so distracted and they teach they treat me as a dead object. And so it's that desire. And so for people that can't come to communion for some reason, some impediment, you're not Catholic. Uh, your marriage hasn't been blessed. You're not worthy. Um, you're sick. You're home. You're you, you're afraid. You know, you, you're watching on television. Make that spiritual communion, and that's the most important thing. Right. And then God enters in. 
And that's why it's such a great day of grace. We're healed. We're made whole. And Jesus says not just remission of sin and punishment, but again, all the floodgates through which grace flow are open. And this is another thing Father Seraphim would teach us to tell everybody. What else do you need? Like I said earlier, you know, he doesn't want to see our kids on drugs. He doesn't want to see our marriages falling apart. He doesn't want us to be living under stress and strain and fear and worry. He wants to take all of that and make us whole. And this is a promise and the opportunity that we have on the Feast of Mercy to pray for these things and to ask God for it. And the miracles that have happened throughout you know, especially since it's been known, um, we could spend all afternoon talking about could. that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Folks, if you're just tuning in right now, we have Dave and Jill Maroney of Mother of Mercy Messengers. The theme for today's show is, of course, with Divine Mercy Sunday, the wonderful feast of Divine Mercy uh, is all about Divine Mercy and all its aspects. Right there, you gave us a good primer for everything Divine Mercy. Mm-hmm. I love how you talk about receiving Jesus because there's so many people, you're correct, that are at home that, that for whatever reason have that impediment that can't make it in, maybe they're immunocompromised and aren't able to receive Jesus in the Eucharist, but they're able to pray that uh, uh, spiritual communion that mm-hmm. so many parishes and so many groups, they put it up on the screen so you can pray it. But I encourage you, take a picture of it with your phone and pray it often. Don't just say it, pray it. It's yeah. such an important, powerful prayer. Thank you for making that note. Uh, it looks like, uh, Dave, you've got, you know, I love the smile that you have on your face. <laughs> you just want to do, continue doing the same thing. Tell us more uh, of how your apostolate um, promotes uh, divine mercy. Well, you know, in the past, we've traveled. Uh, we've been on the road. We would leave for and be gone for months at a time. Yes. We've been from coast to coast, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth all these years. No more Winnebago? I mean, <laughs> yeah, not today. We still have it. But, uh, in fact, we're heading out uh this Thursday up to uh, Wisconsin to the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help. We're going to fly up there. Oh, wow. Okay. They have an event on uh, the Feast of Mercy, uh, the Saturday and the Sunday. So we'll be, we are, we are actually traveling first time in a long time. But we've, you know, we've kind of, what do you do now that, that uh, our events last year, you know, were, uh, were canceled, uh, many of them. And so uh, we've gone online and uh, we're doing, uh, we do typically every month we do a, a no, novena from the first to the ninth for our country. You know, Jesus uh, asked Saint Faustina to pray several different uh, at different times in the diary, several different uh, novenas for her country of Poland. And really, this is what Divine Mercy for America is all about—to take those prayers that uh, Jesus instructed Saint Faustina to do for her country and to apply them. For our country, and you know, for listeners all over the world, uh, whatever country you're in, you can you know do them do the novenas for your own country. So we have Divine Mercy for America, and we've uh, started doing Zoom uh, meetings, uh, the first through the ninth. We didn't do that uh, this April because of Easter and, and all uh, going on with that. So we'll crank it back up uh, May first. You can go to divinemercyforamerica.org. And click on the membership tab, and uh, we'll send out emails uh, getting ready for these events. And what we do is uh, we pray, and it's a holy hour, and uh, we uh, we share the screen from uh, Vilnius. Oh, wow. You know, the uh, the original Divine Mercy painting was done in Vilnius, and uh, was completed in 1934. 
And uh, that at the time, that was in Poland. That's where St. Faustina was stationed at the time. So uh, the, the painting is still there, and it had been damaged a little bit uh, under communism. It was uh, rolled up, and it was hi- uh, hidden and uh, suffered some damage from, from wow. that treatment. But it wasn't destroyed. You know, the people there were afraid that the authorities would... You know, if they showed devotion to anything, uh, it, it could it, it was at risk of being destroyed. Right, the churches right. were being demolished. I mean, it was horrible. It's hard for us to imagine living under that. But anyway, the painting not so much anymore. Not so much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the painting was restored in two thousand one, and so now it's hanging in the 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 uh, bishop there. Uh, took a parish church, and now it's the sanctuary of the Divine Mercy Shrine. Oh, wow. And there's 24-7 adoration. Uh, they have uh, our Lord on a mo- in, in a monstrance on the altar, and then above that, you know, behind that is the original painting. So we go there, you know, virtually uh, during our holy hours, and we pray, uh, we pr- we pray the, uh, the litany of the saints, uh, we pray the rosary and, of course, the chaplet of the Divine Mercy. It's a wonderful holy hour. You know, and I was surprised uh, at how uh, the sense of community that, that has grown out of this. You know, you might think that, it, well, it's cold. I mean, you know, uh, you're online. You're not really there in person. But, you know, now we see the people that, that sign on every month. We get, I don't know, 60, so cool. 60 to 100, you know, all across the nation and beyond. One lady uh, was from Guam, and she was tuning in with us, you know. Uh, and, but we see their faces, and uh, it's, it's, really, it's really efficacious to gather together in that manner. Who would have thought, you know, over the computer, <laughs> over the Internet, you know, you can and get together and pray. Hey! One of the novenas uh, the Lord asked St. Faustina to make was to make a holy hour, you know. And so it dawned on us that a lot of people can't make a holy hour before, you know, in a chapel, again, for right. lots of different reasons. And so we thought... Well, let's do it virtually. Let's do it online. So within that hour, there were four novenas, the chaplet, the litany, make the holy hour, you know, the, the time before the Lord, and then also a communion. And so we also make a spiritual communion. And this year, because of the uh, year of St. Joseph, so we say a special prayer to St. Joseph. And we, um, we always have a guest speaker for about 15 minutes beforehand, and we have had wonderful, we've had uh, some of our Marian fathers, we work for the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, so Father Don Calloway, um, Father Shralik, our provincial superior, we've had uh, experts on St. Joseph, we've had, we had a wonderful experience one time, this is the nice thing about going virtually, so even though we're not physically traveling, but we you know, our boundaries are now <laughs> limitless. We had a priest join us. I saw one time, because if you're familiar with Zoom, you'll oh, see the yes. people that come in. And I saw Father Amrath. And so at the end, I just said, I see that we have a priest with us. Father Amrath, would you like to, at the, at the end, give us your blessing? Wow. So he comes on the screen. Well, he's in India. And it's 3 o'clock in the morning in India, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And he said he found us because he was Googling, looking for people who would be praying Divine Mercy, and he wanted to join. And he 
he wanted to go to a certain pair. Oh, he wanted to go to school to study something. But his bishop said, no, I'm going to send you to this parish kind of like out there. Oof. Right on the edge of what the biggest. Uh, it's a uh, it's a forest preserve. And uh, it's it's they have lions. Oof. There. Lions and tigers. <laughs> like more there than. But I don't think any bears. Oh, no. okay. oh, oh my. He's the bear. Well, it's so beautiful. He said. He and he's a young priest. I would in his thirties, I guess he looks anyway. But he said um, he hadn't heard about Divine Mercy till 2017. Oh wow! Because he had been sent to this outpost, as I'll put it, and he was bored. And so the sisters that were there encouraged him to read the Diary of Saint Faustina, and he fell in love with Divine wow. Mercy so much so that he realized he said our you know in india they have many different dialects and tongues he says there's a hundred million people that in that speak my native language and we do not have the diary in that language oh, wow so for four years he got together with uh, another couple and they went through the diary and translated it into his oh, native oh, language oh, oh, oh. He had to physically type it up himself because they didn't have anybody else to do it. And in his language, it's much longer. I, in English, our big diary is 600 and something pages. <laughs> his is like 850. Wow. So he's so excited. And I remember it was uh, right before. It must have been this Saturday because it was the feast of um, Jesus being baptized by John yes. the Baptist. And he said, now that began the Lord's, uh, his public ministry, Right. And he said, well, tomorrow is my public ministry of launching Divine Mercy. <laughs> so we are all, and he, so he's sharing with us. He gets up early in the morning to talk to us. But then also we had some people start writing in and say, we will help sponsor Father to have holy cards made in his native language. And so the donations started coming in. And we found it truly legitimate, went through the bishop and all that kind of stuff. And to be able to help with the yeah. funding of that, we're helping him. He's working on copyrights and all of that, but and he's so excited, and everybody here's so excited because it's such a the Divine Mercy Chaplet and the whole movement. When we're praying, have mercy on us and on the whole world. It's such a, a it's a greater context. The, yeah, whole, the whole, world. whole world of solidarity, wow. and to know that he's spreading it to a hundred million people there in India. And he was so upset that he was sent to this outpost, but now he sees uh, the beauty of how God works. The beauty of how God works. <laughs> a funny. And he, he he held you know he holds up the the diary in his uh, native language on the screen there, but it's uh, he later explained that's just a prototype. You know we haven't gone to print yet, so it's this is you know he's still uh, in the works on it. And when we um, agreed to help him with the holy cards, it was real cute. We said, okay, Father, well, we will send you um, the high res. So for the, he wanted wow. to use it, the Vilnius image. And so he sends it to us, and I, he goes, well, what do you have on the back? I go, well, on the back we put the cha- how to pray the chaplet, and we put the prayer for difficult moments. So he says, okay, I have it all done. We took it, got it typeset. He, so he sends it to us. And we look at it, and I look on the back, and it's all like this curly cue. <laughs> It's a totally different alphabet, you it's know. It's a different and language, like, Joni. Uh, yeah, but you don't expect, at least I expected a different language, but not something that you can't even tell a letter. It just wow. like he It's could, not like Spanish or, you know, it's just it's French like or German. It's not even, yeah. it's something yeah. totally different. So we're like, how can we approve this? Because we don't, yeah. you have to find someone that knows that language. Well, wow. luckily, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. John. My sister. It's, she's your sister. Oh. <laughs> Turns out my sister is uh, married to a guy from India. And um, but he's from northern India and this is from southern India. But he has a doctor friend that is devout Catholics from that region. And so they sent it to them and they confirmed because they would know. They know the chaplet. Of course, they speak English. They go, no, everything is legitimate and it's fine. <laughs> but so that's been the beauty of doing the. It was the really. And I mean, we were all just in tears when mm-hmm. father was telling his story of of how he came to this, to the Divine Mercy, and how he trans, you know, translated the whole diary over four years, you know, yeah. and uh, it's just amazing, amazing. You know, there's a priest out of uh, Hondo at St. John the Evangelist who we had on two weeks ago, Father Bibichan Arakatef, I can't pronounce the last name, <laughs> from southern India. Oh. It'd be funny if they were at all, you know, if he knew the dialect oh. and could help it. You know, I'm just, well, I, I'll, sure. I'll connect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far yeah. from Hondo, yeah, we yeah. can yeah. go. And yeah. we've hooked him up with some other priests that we know in India, some other friends of ours that have, um, and he's making some connections with some other priests from southern India. And he's worked with Stockbridge and also the sisters in Poland, you know, to make sure right. that he's doing things correctly. So, that's so awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's so neat. One of the things I want to talk about also with the, the virtual thing that we're, when you go to Vilnius and you're there and you, and every now and then people walk in and it's, so it's kind of cool to see, you know, I feel like we're spying on them almost, you know. <laughs> I can see you. But at the top, I noticed one day that when we go in, which is at uh, five o'clock Eastern is when we make the holy hour. So four okay. o'clock Central. It's midnight in Vilnius, and so you see it goes from twelve, twelve oh one, twelve oh two. And I thought we are starting. It's a new day, so it might be Wednesday here, but it's Thursday. And I thought we're the first people to visit the Lord on that new day in Vilnius. You know what I mean? It's like here we are, Lord. Yeah. We're coming from all over the United States to start this brand new day. <laughs> Vilnius is in Lithuania now, but it, it's. Even though at the middle of the night, you'll see people that come in and, yes, and adore yes. the Lord. So. Excellent. How do people tell you, share with me again? They go to the, your, your website and they go to the membership. Membership, t- t- divinemercyforamerica.org and click the membership tab up at the top. And you can actually, you can sign up uh, to receive email notices or text uh, notices. A lot of people oh. like those, but we send out our text uh, messages at five in the morning. So for some people, that's. Uh, some five people don't morning. have their their you know their buzzer on, so they don't they don't mind getting it five in the morning. But some people that disturbs, so that's that's a, an issue there. Gotcha. But five central, but five central. Why do we uh-huh. do it so early? So that a lot of people you know pray <laughs> right. first. A lot of people get up early and have a holy hour, yep. you know, by themselves or whatever. You know, four or five in the morning. Yep, no so, distractions. Right. So we you know it's for them. And, you all up uh, at three in the morning though, right? Pardon me? You're all up at 3 in the morning, right? Both Most of the time. <laughs> Still working. <laughs> but, oh, and it's and, and we do it on uh, through Zoom, you know. And so if you're not familiar with, uh, with Zoom, it really is very easy. We send the link. So you, you click on the link, and there may be another clink, uh, uh, click or two that, that you need to do. And y- you don't have to, to come on camera, so to speak. A lot of the people that join us, their camera is not on. Their microphone is not on. Uh, they're just joined. They're 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 with us there. We can see their their name on on the screen, and and it's uh, the the screen is blacked out for them, which is fine. You know, uh, you may be uncomfortable coming on camera, and that's that that's not a problem. We're just there to pray. 
you mm-hmm. know. But there are there are enough that that come on. We we know their faces and names now and and everything. People, well, you it's know. cool to be a regular on your all Zoom meeting. I'm gonna yeah. look for the email because you know I'm, I want to make sure I'm getting it. And if I'm not, and oh, there you are. No, maybe not. I need to find you so I can participate. I love to be part of that. I'll oh, check so to make to sure. Oh, yes. no, it'd be great. Oh, it'd be great. You could, <laughs> be, a, you could be a special guest. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you're just tuning in right now, again, this coming Sunday is a wonderful feast of divine mercy. We have uh, Dave and Joan Maroney of the Mother of Mercy Messengers and Divine Mercy for America. Am I missing any other websites? Because I want to make sure we cover everything y'all touch because I love the, the way you approach things. Well, we want to mention the Marian Fathers. You know, of course. We're an apostle Marion.org and also thedivinemercy.org oh, right. is a wealth of information. Uh, Marion Father's uh, website about the Divine the Mercy. Best one for Divine That's Mercy. probably the best one for, mm. for. We have a lot of information on Divine Mercy for America.org. We have our action plan, uh, you know, how to, what to do, you know, in these times that, that we live in. And we're also in the the middle of the novena, so we should probably day touch, four. Yes, touch on yes, that. please touch on that. Under because a lot of people don't don't realize the beauty of the novena mm-hmm. tied to divine mercy. Please, can I read from us. the diary? Yes, please the, do. And this is the diary of Saint Faustina. If you're not familiar, is where the devotion to the divine mercy comes from uh, that has spread across the world. This this simple uh, Polish sister who was uh, hardly educated at all. Uh, wrote for the last four years of her life. If you don't haven't read the diary, it's high, it's it's the most uh, incredible book. You know that's my opinion, and uh, it, it's just led millions of people uh, closer to the heart of Jesus all across the world. So we're in the diary of Saint Faustina called. It, the title of it is Divine Mercy in My Soul, but everybody knows mm. it as the Diary of Saint Faustina. This is entry number twelve oh nine. And St. Faustina writes, Jesus, I trust in you, novena to the divine mercy, which Jesus instructed me to write down and make before the Feast of Mercy. It begins on Good Friday. And the diary is chock full of words straight from Jesus. All of those are bolded. And so uh, these words I'm reading now come from Jesus. Jesus said, I desire that during these nine days you bring souls to the fountain of my mercy that they may draw therefrom strength and refreshment and whatever grace they need in the hardships of life, and especially at the hour of death. On each day, you will bring to my heart a different group of souls, and you will immerse them in this ocean of my mercy, and I will bring all these souls into the house of my Father. You will do this in this life and in the next. I will deny nothing to any soul whom you will bring to the fount of my mercy. On each day you will beg my Father on the strength of my bitter passion for graces for these souls. I mean, how beautiful, how perfect. You know, that sounds like something written by the Vatican or something, not, you know, a, a Polish farm girl that ended up entering the convent. So today we're on the fourth day. It begins on Good Friday and it concludes on Saturday, Easter Saturday, the, the vigil of uh, the Feast of Mercy. So on the fourth day, uh, Jesus says, Today bring to me those who do not believe in God and those who do not yet know me. I was thinking also of them during my bitter passion, and their future zeal comforted my heart. Immerse them in the ocean of my mercy. 
and then a prayer. Most compassionate Jesus, you are the light of the whole world. Receive into the abode of your most compassionate heart the souls of those who do not believe in God and those who do not yet know you. Let the rays of your grace enlighten them, that they too, together with us, may extol your wonderful mercy. And do not let them escape from the abode, which is your most compassionate heart. So, I, you know, I don't know. Think about maybe, do you have fam, family members that, that say, ah, I don't believe in God? Or, you know, uh, you may not know anyone personally, but, I mean, think about those that have turned a hard heart towards our God. And here's the, the closing prayer, which is addressed to the Father. Eternal Father, turn your merciful gaze upon the souls of, of those who do not believe in you and those who do not as of yet know you but who are enclosed in the most compassionate heart of Jesus. Draw them to the light of the gospel. These souls do not know what great happiness it is to love you. Grant that they too may extol the generosity of your mercy for endless ages. Amen. So that's day four from the diary of St. Faustina Kowalska. And I know, Joan, when you were talking about uh, uh, the beauty of baptism and the remission of all sins and temporal punishment due to sin, I think I'm saying that right, when it comes to the Divine Mercy Novena, uh, there's some, it's, it's a powerful one. Uh, maybe you explain that to our listeners again so they can fully understand how incredible it is. The Novena is not a requirement, first of all, to receive the graces on Mercy right, Sunday, right. okay? Because there's a lot of people that think, oh, I didn't do the novena, and uh, so I missed <laughs> I out. I missed today. What do I do? No, Sorry. in fact, he never, it was just something the Lord asked St. Faustina to do. But we try to travel in her footsteps, you know, and, and do it as well. And each day you bring a different group of souls to him. That, that covers everybody. So we, we talk about the priests, little children, the devout souls, the people that don't know him. Priests and religious. Priests and religious is one day. day yeah. um, the last day is my favorite. It's for lukewarm souls. Ooh, oof! Watch out! You know, <laughs> and um, how they caused him his greatest agony and the, the you know the most pain and suffering was the lukewarm souls. And because um, in case people don't understand the lukewarm souls, what does Scripture tell us about those that are lukewarm? The the Lord that he will spew them spew out. out. I mean, yeah. even worse words than that. Yes. I'm like vomit them out. You know, you can't stand them. He'd rather you be hot or cold. Yeah. You Pick know, we show, and that's why I think the world is in the situation that we're, we are right now because so many people don't want to take a stand, and we have to. So the novena is uh, a beautiful way of to prepare our our souls and to, I think. Uh, collaborate with the Lord. You know, he doesn't need us, but to show that we too want these things. And we, we too want all souls to uh, live with him in eternal happiness. Both you Every know. single soul you can think of that comes to your mind, people that you, run, that you, that you, that you see every day, you know, I, I forget who said it, um, but, you know, something to the effect of you, can, you love Jesus as much as the person you hate the most. Oh, wow. That's profound. Because how can you love him more than somebody that you... I think you get what I'm trying to get at. If there's there's somebody that fits that, get rid of that. You need to love everybody, regardless of how the the terrible things they may have done. You know, you need to... I I tell people, you you need to pray yourself to, to desire heaven for the worst sinners in the world... 
you know, those like ISIS or, or people that, that, are, exactly. that are killing people. Exactly. How do you love your enemy? How do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> you need to pray for that grace yeah. to do that. I know no, nowhere does it say it's going to be easy, but that's the kind of love because Jesus died for them too. Right. Those drops of blood that he shed. Think back to the Passion of Christ and how often he, how he was scourged and beaten, this and that. Mm-hmm. All those drops of blood for them as well. Right. And if we're called to love like Jesus loves, oof. That's, and when their hearts are turned around, you know, I'm thinking Saul, yeah, Paul, yes. uh, he murdered Christians, but his heart was turned around, you know, so they can have the same zeal that they used against Jesus and his love to use it for. So, you, you know, we don't try, we try not to put a limit on God's power, you know, and, uh, and so we just pray and, uh, and trust that, uh, that these people at, at, at some point, and you may, you know, Especially, uh, we people in in our work uh, have come to us. You know, oh, my son or my daughter uh, is away from the church. is is one of our most common prayer uh, petitions. It's, it's our it's our number one prayer request. It's and sure. it's difficult. It's it's painful. It's it's hard. And but you have to trust as a parent. You have to trust in the great love and mercy of Jesus. And our heavenly Father, and you have to be ready to to you know it may not you may not see it it may not happen in your lifetime but you entrust uh, your son or daughter to our loving Savior Jesus and he will he will be there uh, it, the ch- one of the promises from the Chaplet of Mercy is when it's when it's prayed uh, for a soul he said I will be there uh, not as a just judge. But as a merciful savior, mm, amazing. I, I know. I, I tell you what. Let's take a quick break yeah. right now. When we get back, you know, I believe it's been twenty years since y'all have been around. Some somewhere around that's there. That's right. Uh, we'll talk about that as well, <laughs> and I'm sure we're touching so many more things. So, don't, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Our 2021 Fishers of Man Benefit Dinner is scheduled for Thursday, April 29th at the Banquet Hall of the Holy Trinity Catholic Church. And our keynote speaker this year is the wonderful Father Ken Geraci of the Fathers of Mercy. This year's award recipient is Father Will Combs of the Brothers of the Beloved Disciple. Toss in 180 of all of you, and this will be a recipe for an exciting event. To register or for more information, visit grnonline.com. Thank you for listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network and being part of the family. Families pray for each other. We would be honored if you would let us pray with you and for you. You don't even have to tell us your name. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, or call our prayer request line and leave us a message at 800-395-4008. That's 800-395-4008. We will be praying for you every day. You're listening to Rise and Walk with my dad and mom, Richard and Julie Reyna. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Instead of fighting the crowds, isn't it so much easier to hop online and do your shopping in the comfort of your own home? Did you know that you can help the Guadalupe Radio Network when you shop online? All you need to do is shop on Amazon Smile and 0.5% of your purchase goes to the GRN. Just go to AmazonSmile.com and select La Promesa Foundation as your nonprofit of choice. La Promesa is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio. 
It's that simple to give a little extra help to the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. David Anders from EWTN's Call to Communion. I believe that the Ministry of Catholic Radio is one of the greatest tools we have in the church for evangelism today. I hear from people all over the world on a daily basis who have encountered Christ in the Catholic Church for the first time by listening to Catholic Radio. Please support the Ministry of Catholic Radio today. Support Guadalupe Radio Network. Now, back to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie. And we are back with more, like you said, Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. I'm very blessed to have in studio with me Dave and Joan Maroney. I don't love how you call her Joni because I, I love Joni that. Maroney. There you go. <laughs> um, but we're talking about divine mercy and and the the beauty of the feast and the novena and the diary. Saint Faustina uh, again. God rest his soul. Father Sarah from Michalenko. He's been in the studio before. Oh, yeah. I first met him. Uh, I think it was ten years ago. I walked in and. You know, the, the, he was here for, for a Spanish Divine Mercy Conference, and I was in the studio, and I heard his voice. I'm like, that's because I didn't know what it looked like. That's what that's happened. Voice, like, hey. EWTN, yeah. yeah. So uh, beautiful to have him in the studio. Um, but, you know, one of the things, the uh, questions that I might ha- have is regarding the eighth day, the, the end of the octave of Easter, why, why was that Sunday chosen to celebrate the Feast of Mercy? Because it's all connected to the East, the whole connection with Easter. All the major feasts in the church, all the Jewish feasts are eight days. And so the seven represents perfection. And then the, the eighth day is like above and beyond that, like for all eternity. Mm. And so that's why on Christmas Day we have Christmas, but on eight days later is January 1st. So we have um, Mary, Mother of God. And so it, it fits. So it, there's always been an eight day, uh, and that's where the the uh, that's where it comes in. It's the gotcha. octave celebration. Gotcha. And um, Saint Thomas Aquinas teaches, and the Church teaches that that eight day is even greater than the first on the feast itself. Wow! It's the reason for the feast, and it's and the it, effect it, of the feast. It, it's it's uh, it comes from the very beginnings of of the Church, from the very beginnings of the of the liturgy. Saint Thomas the Apostle. Okay, do you know? Are you a doubter out there, listener? Are you a doubter? Uh, you know, he said, if I, he wasn't there when Jesus appeared the first time. He said, unless I put my fingers in his wounds, I won't believe. Well, sure enough, here comes Jesus again, and Thomas was able to do that and uh, moved into uh, believing. So, St. Thomas wrote in the uh, church's first liturgical document, the Apostolic Constitutions, he said, let there be a feast on the octave of the resurrection. So it's, it's not, this is not a new feast that St. Faustina uh, dreamed up and brought to the church. Uh, private revelation, uh, which the writings of St. Faustina come under, uh, nothing new can be added to the faith. The whole deposit of the faith was laid down at the time of the apostles. So this is not new. Uh, Jesus just said, yes, but who knows about it? Uh, I want the whole world to know about my mercy. And so what do you do to celebrate the Feast of Mercy? There's really uh, two uh, conditions. A lot of people do pray the Novena. A lot of people uh, pray the Chaplet or have a holy hour on Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock. That's all great and wonderful. But when it gets down to it, uh, you know, how do we celebrate Easter? 
uh, the resurre- Resurrection Sunday. How do we celebrate Easter Sunday? We go to Mass, right? Oh, yeah. Now, we also do other <laughs> things at home, you know, with the kids and, and whatever, and meals and things like that, which is wonderful. And it's the same way with the Feast of Mercy, Divine Mercy Sunday. Uh, the celebration of the feast primarily happens in the Mass, and it's the reception of Holy Communion, of course, being in the state of grace, uh, which means going to uh, confession. So those two things, uh, and that's what's represent, represented in the rays uh, on the image of the Divine Mercy. The white ray stands for the water, which is baptism and confession, and the red ray is for the blood that poured out of his heart at uh, the crucifixion, and so that's the Holy Eucharist. So it's those really, those, and he says, these rays of my mercy shield souls from the wrath of my Father. So going to confession and communion shields your soul from the wrath of the Heavenly Father, and in particular way on the Feast of Mercy. All of your sins and all of your punishment can be wiped away, wiped clean on the Feast of Mercy. Pray That's that the novena. promise. Pray that novena. Pray I know that, back yeah. in the day we used to go to do the shrine of Our Lady Sestahova yeah. down here on Beethoven. There you go. That's the name of the street. And there would be 15 priests yeah. all over yeah. the grounds and lines to go to confession here and there. It was, it was amazing to see that. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that, one of the points I wanted to make clear uh, or, or uh, share with you all, our listeners, is many years ago I learned that San Antonio is the city that has the largest number of Divine Mercy cynicals. Oh, At least yeah. back then we had 55. 55 cynicals. I think uh, the majority of them are right over half are, are Spanish-related, so they, they pray the, the, the chaplain and everything, do everything in Spanish. But I'd love to reach out there and get a hold of every single one of them so we can get there, you know, because every... A lot of parishes are doing something special for Divine Mercy Center. Not every single one of them, but some of them are. And I'd like to make sure we get that on the air. I just need to start that way before Divine <laughs> <laughs> Mercy yeah, Sunday. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I'm not sure that's something that you connect with or you, did you even know that they're here. Oh, sure. Um, we'd I love to, to yes, put those yes. two together. And that's the Eucharistic Apostles of yes, the Divine Mercy yes. Uh, cynical Brian, program. There's yeah. a formation Dr. booklet put together. Dr. Brian Thatcher, uh, one Thatcher, of our, he's been in town as well. One of our sister ministries under the Marian Fathers, and it's like you say. I mean, there's thousands all across the world of these cynicals. You get together and study the diary and the catechism, and of course, scripture, and you pray the chaplet, and more importantly, you get to know each other and you support each other in the the, the trials that that mm-hmm. come along in life. You know, so it's so, a wonderful program. So twenty years. Am I correct? 20 years of... of 21. It's 21. almost 21. Oh, wow. Almost 21. Almost 20, yeah, oh, right. How did you get started in this? Tell me again. What what moved you to we, do this? Well, we, Johnny was complaining one day, you never you never take never me anywhere. Complain. So I said, okay, we're going to get a picture of Jesus and we're going to travel around. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because we just did a... Uh, had We're asked to do some memoirs of, of Father Seraphim Mikolenko, mm. and he was involved in this too, but... In the early 90s, there was a, a, it was discovered that the original image of the Divine Mercy, which this group was using because Father Seraphim said, you can give talks on Divine Mercy, but I want to use this original image that was not very well known, matched up perfectly with the Shroud of Turin. Mm-hmm. We had moved up here from Corpus Christi, and we were, I was at daily Mass at, uh, in Comfort, at Sacred Heart in Comfort. And I was thinking about asking our priest if we could get a Divine Mercy image. We, we had been to, to Poland. 
we had devotion to divine mercy, but you know, you know, it was like praying our rosary. We prayed the chaplet and we had our image and we would try at three o'clock. That's in a special time to ask God to pour his mercy down upon the world. And, and before I could ask father, if we could get an image for the church, um, this little old lady comes over and she's got this man and woman with her. And she says, the, I want you to meet my friends. They go around the country spreading devotion to divine mercy. And the Shroud and Our Lady of Guadalupe. And I'm like, how weird, because I've been thinking about it. And it piqued my interest. What do you mean the Shroud and the Divine Mercy? And they say it matches up. Now, just now, with here going through Passion Sunday, and I think the, the Vatican, there, there were special beautiful things going on, a lot of information about the Shroud. Um, I said, so what do you mean they match up? Well, long story short, they, they told me how they matched up. We felt called. We thought we were going to go locally and help start the cynicals that you're talking about. We had small faith group uh, experience, and sure, we would go to a parish or someone's living room and tell people how to, you know, run a cynical. But then after a while, they called and uh, they said, "Actually, we're praying for another team to go around the country, and we think it's you and your husband." <laughs> and I said, "Well, what would that mean?" They go, "Well, you'd have to quit your jobs." Dave was teaching high school math. I was running a small business, helping my parents in their business. And they said, um, you'd get all this, was we did multimedia, you know, um, all this equipment and uh, travel around and uh, live off divine providence. Oof. Don't, what does that mean? <laughs> well, d- donation. Jesus, I trust in Jesus, you. I, <laughs> yeah, which is what they said. If you're going to be preaching the Jesus, I trust in you, you, you have to live it. it. Yep. Well, we were um, we felt called, but you have to discern these things, which we did through good spiritual direction, and you know, learned more about what they were doing, and invited them to the San Antonio area and South Texas area. I think at fifty parishes back then. This was like in nineteen ninety nine. 9899 wow. and I want to make the point good priestly mm-hmm. spiritual right. discernment under the guidance of priests that knew us mm-hmm. and our family the and lo- then, locally local priests or, or far this was down in Corpus okay. uh, because we moved that, up yeah. you know gotcha. from Corpus Christi so we had Ooh, priests that were very gotcha. <laughs> that knew us and we just felt that this was something that the Lord of course we we a lot of people thought we were crazy um, how can you do that? But again, it's the calling. And, and I'm sure a lot, I know for a fact that a lot of people that are called to religious life or priest, priesthood, you know, that a lot of family members just don't understand. It. And unless you can't explain it, it's just why did they, the apostles just leave all the fish on the sand and go, go off? They're fishermen. You got the biggest Come catch on. ever. You know, I'm going to quit now. But they left it all. And in fact, that was a scripture verse that we that fell upon when we were discerning. And I said, they left and they went on. And as long as we're doing this in good faith with purity of heart, purity of intention, God's not going to leave us hanging out there. It's not going to be easy. It wasn't easy for the apostles. It wasn't easy for any of the evangelists. It's not easy for anybody today. But life isn't easy. And if you're going to go through adversity, if you're going to have difficulties, if you're going to work in your tail off, you know, to make a living or to make ends meet, why not do this for to me, the greatest gift, the greatest, my, my background is in sales and marketing. You know, oh, I no thought, way. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I graduated from St. Mary's here in San Antonio with a degree in marketing, very ambitious and, <laughs> very uh, ambitious. and, and did that corporate life for a while. But I'm like, how, this is the best product ever. And I don't mean to say that, you know, irreverently, but <laughs> God's mercy, there's nothing greater God's love, something that's going to affect somebody. It's not like a car that you're going to drive for a couple of years or 
if you have a piece of equipment or a phone or something, this is something that's going to last you forever. And not only that to change your own life, but empowers you to be able to do something about the other people. I mean, in your own family, your community, your country, and people you don't even know. I mean, I don't know. I If we ever had to stop doing I don't know what I could do because yeah. everything else would fall short. So we just continue on, and we've been, and we, we kind of had, you know, this last year with my parents. My mother died in December. Oh, I'm sorry but to hear that. We knew because of their health issues and all that we were going to have to cut back on travel anyway. So it was very limited. Then when the pandemic hit, well, we had to cancel a couple of those things, but we it, oh, we saw how God's hand. Now we were, I was home, I was home with mom. Then technology, being able to do things like Dave said, through Zoom, more through email, um, keeping people abreast and of uh, making videos and things that we always wanted to do. But we were always on the road, you right. know, traveling. So it's really given us an opportunity to um, really expand our, the work of our apostolate. Wow, mm-hmm. that's so neat! In twenty, almost twenty-one. Is there a specific date of your anniversary? It was that, about middle of. We decided it was April fifteenth because you had to sign right. your contract <laughs> at Comfort High School. The, the contract was coming up to to sign for the next year. And, Actually, it's going to be twenty. And that was years. the that was the end of our uh, nine. You know, we it, it turned out. I mean, we didn't specify, but it turned out to be nine months of discernment uh, mm-hmm. about this because they asked. You know, they they brought it to us in September, and I said, "Well, you can't. I can't just walk out." the classroom that's not very merciful just tell my principal find another math teacher you know so uh but at that at that time i went to him and i said uh, you know we're not gonna i'm not gonna be coming back next year we're gonna go do this jesus thing and here we are 20 is it blessing. 22 years yeah. now later that is amazing yeah. you know it's funny um we're actually if you all have a few minutes after the show we go into what we call the after show for those that are paying attention and watching us uh, via Facebook, uh, they get to hang around with us for just a little bit longer. So our way of t- enticing people to just listen to us on the air to pay attention a little bit more to our, our social media outlets. Right now, currently just Facebook. We're about to hopefully soon go into YouTube and Instagram Live and Twitter. I, I don't know. I forget what they are. But but trying people over to using these other social medias for good. So please tune in with us. Uh, we're going to stay a little bit longer. Um, but I, I'm excited because when I, when I first heard of Mother Mercy Messengers, and I forget how, because I've known you all for a long time now, Um, and then I learned you're from, you live in Centerpoint. I'm like, (laughs) that's like really, really close to us, but they're world known, world renowned, uh, David Jamaroni. I'm like, wow, this is so awesome. Uh, But I love that you're based out of, and you're still in the same area, yes? Centerpoint? We love we're based out of here, too. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, when I go back and forth to Kerrville, I'm like, oh, there's the exit. I I think one time I I cut through, I'm like, I don't don't want to text them, say, hey, I'm here in town, can I come see you? But we'll we'll, we'll, we'll coordinate that and make sure that you're ready for for, uh, Sean and I to come out there and, and visit with you Definitely, um, but I, I I loved you know you brought in some flyers and I, I want to make sure that all this week we we I'm going to use words hammer it hard for people to understand um, uh, to be praying the novena keep up with it uh, and this coming Sunday just a little extra effort to celebrate the wonderful feast because there's so many beautiful things tied to it we've touched on a lot of them but that that theme of mercy and God's divine mercy. You know, every weekday at 3 o'clock here at the Guadalupe Radio Network, every single one of us, uh, GRN family members, what we call each other, we call into a conference call line, 
And we pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet Beautiful. for our, our listeners, for our donors, our supporters, for those people that call us and ask us for prayer intentions every day, whether we get them emailed or on our Facebook page or they call the center in Midland, uh, because we want to make sure that the, all this is covered in prayer, especially the Divine Mercy. And uh, it means a lot to our listeners. And it means a lot to us. Yeah. Uh, whether we're driving or whatever it is we're doing, uh, we remind people that we need to be united in prayer. Prayer, prayer, prayer. And you know, and you, like, you think there's people all over the world that are doing it. Like we said, there we were in Vilnius, you know, Lithuania. And, the, and, and that's the beautiful, what you guys are doing here at Guadalupe Radio. And so many people and the people that are visiting their chapels or taking time in their homes. It's really, it, it, we can get frustrated a little focus on all the bad and the negative that's out there. But, and, and we've seen it, the response that we've had this year. For this novena, people signing up to be part of it, and all of our oh, it's just exploded. Every minute, we have two or three people signing up, literally for the last wow, couple of days, that's around awesome. the clock. We got about a minute left, and uh, any any few words you want to share with our listeners? Uh, well, we are a five hundred one c three. We depend on on uh, donation. We, you know, uh, the the lion's share of our funding used to come through our travels, uh, stipends to speak, and uh, donations from our traveling. But uh, now we're at home. So if you're looking for a good uh, <laughs> ministry, you know, uh, give us a look, and uh, we'll, we'll sure put it to And those use. websites again are? DivineMercyForAmerica.org. It's spelled out F-O-R, not the number. DivineMercyForAmerica.org. And there's a donate button up there you know you can sign up to you can say you you know you can give us a, a one-time donation and or you can sign up uh, lots of people are doing you know good 10 to 50 dollars a month or whatever you know awesome. 100 dollars a month automatic. all right friends uh don't go anywhere we'll stay tuned to follow us more on facebook we will continue the after show in just a few seconds god bless you we'll thanks right for back. listening to rise and walk with richard and julie reyna to listen or watch again go to itunes or visit the guadalupe radio network facebook page have a question or comment? Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk. Have you heard the news? Well, our 2021 Fishers of Men Benefit Dinner is scheduled for Thursday, April 29th at the Banquet Hall of Holy Trinity Catholic Church. And our keynote speaker this year is Father Ken Geraci of the Fathers of Mercy. Seating will be limited to 180 people, so please visit our website at grnonline.com to get your tickets soon. Thank you and God bless you. Pursue your vocation to heal through an online education in psychology and counseling at Divine Mercy University. Our master's and doctorate programs in psychology and counseling encompass a unique learning experience through our Catholic Christian approach to mental health, faith-centered, and science-based teachings. Join a community of healers where change begins with you. Help heal our Catholic community from mental hardship, educating minds, transforming lives. Learn more at divinemercy.edu. That's divinemercy.edu. 
You hear the call to raise our boys in virtue so they can stand tall and lead our next generation of the church. Is praying the rosary with your son and 40 other men and boys to cap off a day of cooking meals over an open flame while growing in spiritual, patriotic, and masculine skills pique your interest? Let me introduce you to the Troops of St. George, a father's, son's, priest's, and deacon's fraternal apostolate true to the Catholic faith. Check us out at troopsofstgeorge.org and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Charity. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.